Welcome to Barrel Podcast. It is Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday, Tuesday the 12th of November. And once again, we're here in the Barrel Podcast studios with T-Bone. How are you, T-Bone? Good day, Nemo. All good, mate. Good to be back in the studio. Back in the studio. Punch out another episode. Punch it on out. So uh, there's been a bit going on lately, but uh, first of all, we should probably mention that this episode, like the past couple of episodes, is brought to you by the good folk at Beer Farm. And also, Feel Good Ink. We are Feel Good Ink Sunscreen. And uh, just on that, if you'd like to win yourself a Feel Good Ink Sunscreen pack, all you have to do is follow us on Instagram. That's Barreled Surf Podcast on Instagram. And tag the good folk at We Are Feel Good Ink. And we'll send you out a sunscreen pack from those uh, those folk there. T-Bone, what's happening, mate? Mate, i Got back to work uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the boss um, gives me strict instructions to take the month of December off. So Strict instructions? Yeah, so I'm going to take the month of December off, which is a great time of the year to be off down in the southwest. Mate, Christmas cheer and all the rest of it, that sounds amazing. Plenty of Christmas cheer. All I need now is a new little summer sled. Summer sled? What are you thinking about? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm going to... Uh, contact our friends at the surfboard store um toddy taylor toddy taylor at surfboard store yep uh he's got a huge range of of boards both local domestic and international so i'm sure there'll be something to choose from i'm sure he'll he'll have you sorted out in a jiffy a nice new summer sled um while we're talking about shout outs we should actually shout out put a shout out to the dunsborough sellers the crew at dunsborough sellers led by jeff davies they always supply, supply us with uh, plenty of nice alcohol. We shouldn't drink too much alcohol, but they provide us with a couple of beers uh, supplied by a beer farm as well to taste, and we'll certainly be tasting a couple of beers uh, later on in the show. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's, it's a warm day in Dunsborough, so that, that will be good. Um, T-Bone, 2020 schedule. No surprises, WSL. Mate. No surprises. Um, we heard the rumours about G-Land, so... Yep, G-Land's coming back. It's been over 20 years since the world's best surfers competed at G-Land. Yep. So that'll be scheduled for uh, June this year. I, I think you, you had a fairly recent trip to G-Land, didn't you? I did last year. Last year, okay. Yeah, took a bit of bark off. Um, <laughs> it's such an amazing place to visit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty unique. I just can't really imagine how they're going to do- go with the, you know, the infrastructure and that sort of thing that they have with the... Um, the competitions these days but i guess they'll be respectful of the jungle and do the right thing yeah i think they're trying to bring back some of the dream tour you know back in the day when they had the cloud break and when they mm. still got chopes but g-land is a pretty iconic left in the world i mean scrapping crumus i thought crumus has been pretty successful over the last couple of years yeah and like you just said i mean it's a lot of a lot of logistics to um set up a a tour event especially in an isolated jungle on the tip of java yeah what did, what did you did you see any of the um the show that they had for it the the, the reveal show no I, I i didn't really have much time i i sort of um, wanted to get pretty much want to have a look at the schedule i was hoping that the uh the fresh water might have got bumped and they would have would have uh, brought back trestles but that's not the case yeah, all the rumours were suggesting that that was going to happen. Yeah, so the Wave Pool event will be called the Michelob Ultra Pure Gold Freshwater <laughs> Pro. So that's a bit of a tongue twister. Just rolls off the off the tongue, hasn't it? Jeez. Well, yeah. So uh, a beer sponsor coming on board to uh, pump up the pool pool event. Pump it up, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, I I think that they will have to make some sort of change to the format because I think universally it was not enjoyed by everyone that competition so i'm sure they've got something up their sleeves they can't be they can't be too i guess stubborn and not change it around because nobody nobody loved it yeah so there's a 2020 schedule is going to um yeah it's going to be interesting they uh they're going to have the new challenger series which is um yeah which is going to be good for for people who want to uh i guess seek qualification on the on the world surfing tour so that yeah okay so the challenger series is those sort of ones that are replacing the ten thousand QS. Pretty much, mate. Yeah, they're a group of like primo QS events that um, you'll get ten thousand points towarded to a, a surface QS ranking. So I think they've got seven challenger series competitions for the men's and four for the women. Yeah, Equal okay. prize money is guaranteed, which is a which is a great um, great milestone for uh, world surfing and. Uh, 
um, bit of equal prize money. So three fifths of F four for the QS really, but um, it's good that the the girls are getting the same pay. Yeah, for sure. So they've got a few different events there, but um, we can talk about that later. But I guess if we jump back to the twenty twenty schedule, uh, you know, we got the Corona Open on the Gold Coast, followed by the Rip Curl Pro. Bells Beach and the Margaret River Pro, which wraps out the Australian leg. Australian leg. Now, just just with the Quicksilver, uh, sorry, I call it the Quicksilver. The Gold Coast event, which is being um, sponsored by Corona this year, I've heard that Queensland's surfing Queensland has been frozen out of the event and the running of it. Did you hear that? What frozen out of it? Yes, apparently surfing Queensland does what surfing Victoria and surfing WA do in terms of uh, helping host the event, putting up putting up the. Um, you know the the tents and the stands and all the rest of it, and having that helps them to uh, employ a couple of crew full time for the year. Mm-hmm. And um, WSL has gone nut. No, we're doing the whole thing now, and I think a few of the Queensland surfing Queensland crew are, are pretty upset. What's the main reason behind that decision? I, I would say it's cost cutting. Cost, I think, yeah. I think there's there's a bit of cost cutting going across the board with the WSL. I've heard a whole bunch of jobs have been made redundant as well. So um, yeah. If, Maybe not is all, all is not well within the confines of the uh, WSL headquarters. Yeah, I guess to make a business viable, um, the first thing they do is look at reducing costs. So yeah, it happens it. in every industry it certainly does. around the world, mate. It certainly does. All right, go ahead. What were you saying, the, the, the schedule? Yeah, so Margaret River Pro obviously wraps up the Australian leg. That's on April 22nd and May the 2nd. So, um, so that's back in the shark zone this year, Yeah, prime time GWS season. <laughs> so hopefully, um, yeah. Just, just double the drones and <laughs> double quad, the drones, a few more the jet skis, and you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah. And then we head head to the Quicksilver Pro G Land in June, then followed by the Oi Rio Pro, so in Brazil. Fast becoming one of my favourite events. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> those, those right hand barrels at Brinia, it's pretty good. It's been some pretty good conditions if you look back at the last couple of years. I know we're quick to ride off Brazil, but um. They've had some pretty good, um, decent days over the last couple Mate, of years. Mate, they've just about had the best waves on the tour mm. the last two years. Oh, that's a big cool name. Well. So, yeah, J-Base back, mate. No surprises there. Corona opened J-Base. So, Corona are pulling out the... Doubling down with pulling the Pulling out uh, their Mexican wallets Cerveza. and, um, yeah, sponsoring a couple of couple of events. And then we're back to Tahiti for the Chopu in August, September. After that, mate, head back to the pool. As I said before, the Michelob Ultra Pure Gold Freshwater Pro. Freshwater Pro. There you go. I think a lot of unhappy people um, <laughs> hearing that. That's back on the on the 2020 schedule. Epic to surfing and to watch live. I, I've heard, but not so great on the telecast. Mm. Another. That's I think our our second beer sponsor for 2020. So. Speaking yeah. of beer sponsors, I'm just going to open up this beer farm, Calm Your Farm Mid Strength, just so we can have uh, a bit of lubrication while we talk. Ooh. Carry on, mate. So just on the beer sponsor, the Freshwater Pro. As you know, Kelly's a bit of a bit of a health fanatic. Does actually Kelly even drink alcohol? I don't think he does, does he? Um, he he, he surely certainly would have at some point. Surely, it doesn't really matter. I guess um, they've picked up a, a a sponsor. I think Kelly's probably happy to take the money anyway. Yeah, I think so too, mate. There you go, mate. Have a try that. Thanks very much. It looks absolutely gold. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's a bit early for a beer, but it's um. Actually, it's never too early for a beer. It's never too early in the Barrel Surf podcast. So, for a beer. then there's a bit of an Olympic break, isn't there? Um, after the freshwater, is that right? There is, mate. Yeah. So, the schedule's got to tie in with the Olympics. You soft your mic there a bit, mate. Yeah. So, um, they have a bit of a break. Uh, for what have they got, mate? They've got uh, six weeks or so. I yeah, think. six weeks. Have the Olympics. And then after the Olympics, they hit hit back to the uh, the European leg, the Quickie Pro in France, <sighs> Miel Rip Curl Pro Portugal, mm. and then rounding it off again, the Billabong Pipe Masters. Jeez, I hope, jeez, I pray that they get some decent waves in Portugal this year. That was just yeah. absolute rubbish. Mate, do you remember the uh, the rumor going around that they were going to place the Pipe Masters at the beginning of the season? Yeah, that, well, that was. I, I don't know if it was a rumor. I think that, that, that that's what they said they were going to do. It was some um, what two or three years ago. Yeah, and decide the world title at the end of the year with a final of limited surfer number showdown somewhere in the Mentoy Islands. So that idea is yeah disappeared. So that's not happening. So pipe is the uh, the last event of the Pop's year. Pipe's where it should finish. It's it, it's got to finish at pipe. It actually makes uh, being a WSL surfing fan uh, a bit more exciting when uh, especially when the World Tour the title gets uh, decided in pipe. 
It's the mecca yeah. of surfing. Oh, I would just love to see Portugal replaced with Sunset. I think it's a no-brainer. It's, it's just it's the fastest that Sunset hasn't been on the CT for this long. I mean, two-foot Portugal or eight to 12-foot Sunset, what would you rather? Well, that's, that's pretty easy. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a loaded question, but Portugal this year, and I think last year, I can't remember exactly, but the waves are so bad this year. Um, yeah, anyway, we, we've talked about that. But what we haven't really talked about is a bit of a Portugal rap, mate. So we had a, a big win from Isolo Ferreira, which put him into first spot in the rankings. And um, he never really looked like losing, did he, the no, Italian Ferrari? He, yeah, he looked amazing. He, he looked really good. I mean, that was, you know, that was huge for him. Obviously, that's boosted him up to the top of the rankings. So Jeep leader. Number one, even on adjusted scores with uh, taking out your two, two worst scores, I think he's still in the lead. So... All he needs to do is um, finish ahead of everyone else, and he's got the title. Yeah. So he, um, what he got a, that that ten that he uh, scored in the final, and then he got an eight point eight seven, so pretty big heat total. Geordie uh, got a six, and then he got an interference on his second way. I didn't actually see what the interference. Yeah, was. it was right at the end, right at the end of the heat, and it was all over. And Geordie said, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this wave and have a bit of fun." I think he might have got a barrel in it, so I, he knew it was finished. Yeah. And, yeah, just grabbing a wave while I still could. I think that could be one of the moves of the season, that, that, that final move that Italo did to get that 10 in the oh, final. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah. It's unbelievable how, how he sticks on his board and just, just makes the full rotation and landed as smooth as butter. Yeah, interesting stuff in Portugal. Obviously, the big news is Gabby got knocked out um, a little bit earlier than what he, what he hoped and uh, what he believes is quite a controversial interference. Yeah, he, he wasn't happy with it. I, I think this has been covered to death, so we won't go too much into it. But he, um, as far as I'm concerned, he, he did not think he had priority. Otherwise, he would have gone because if he thought he had priority, he would have all day long gone on that wave and not, not pull back for a, for a millisecond, which is what he usually does when he has priority. So Exactly, mate. Um, I think he was telling porky pies and was just upset that he had the loss. Um, he was thinking if I could get a good result here, pretty much wrapped it up before Hawaii and I can head over to the islands and just enjoy myself. Yeah, I just think he should have looked at the priority sign. Either way, he was in the wrong, so take the yeah. loss and move on, Gabby. For sure. Um, yeah. Caroline Marks took out the women's. Not Jeez. bad for a 17-year-old. What a year she's had. It's the second year on tour. Second year on on tour, two wins this year. And she's she's in the, in the zone for a potential uh, world title too. She is. I don't know the exact um, permutations there, but I'm pretty sure that Carissa Moore, because she's had such a consistent year, she loses a fairly good score from her, a fairly good result from her scoreline, which puts her right back towards Lakey Peterson in second, Caroline Marks in third, and I think that all three of them are in with a shot. Yeah, mate, they are. So I've even got the world title scenarios for the women, mate. There you go. Um, so T-Bain with his uh, research. If Carissa Moore wins the... Hawaii Pro, she conquers her fourth world title. If Moore finishes runner-up, Peterson will need a first to claim the world title. That's Lakey Peterson. Yep. And then if Moore places third, Peterson needs a second. Caroline marks a first. So, yes, it's it's out of three women there. Um, A three-way surf-off to decide the world champion. Now, what is the youngest world champion, female world champion? Youngest female champion. Put you on the spot here, no? Um, I would have thought it was Steph. Yeah, I wonder. We'd have to, we'd have to go back to oh, I thought I thought you were asking me because you knew. No, I didn't know, mate. Didn't know, no. no. I reckon Steph for sure. Yeah, I don't think she was 17, though. So no, no it, this, this could be one for the history books if Caroline Marks. She's got a pretty mean backhand. It's, uh, it's out of Honolulu Bay again. Yep. Yeah, she's got a pretty mean backhand attack. So, but Chris Moore, if it's she's 12, lethal out there. She's pretty damn good. Absolutely lethal. You know. So I can't say Chris Moore losing if it's uh, bigger than three foot. She'll be she'll be tube hunting, and I think she'll get the win. I think so, mate. I think so. I'll put money on her for sure. That will take her to fourth. Uh, sorry, four world titles, won't it? Because she's won it three. Yep. Pretty good effort. That's amazing effort. Yeah. So we had uh, Carolyn Marks taking out the win, and uh, she she was against Chris Moore, wasn't she, in the final? No, she was against a Lakey, I think it was, mate. I didn't actually watch the final, mm. but oh, it's, a, it's a couple of weeks ago now. How, yeah. how on earth could we remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Internet could help us out, but I'm, you know, I'm sure that yeah, Lakey Peterson, right mate. Now. Yeah, Lakey. I knew it was Lakey. So Caroline and Lakey. Yeah, so if Lakey had won that, she would have been 
almost first on the adjusted rankings. Um, so yeah, but she she's got a good shot at, at uh, Honolulu Bay as well. You think? Yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah, she's got an amazing forehand attack. So we'll see how we go. How are you enjoying that beer farm, Kami Farm mid strength, mate? Mate, I'm loving it. It's really refreshing and yeah, it's pretty pretty uh, good flavour for a mid strength too, isn't it? Beautiful, Very nice mate. Cheers again. Cheers again. Um, now, one thing that happened on the weekend, which was um, was amazing, was the 20th anniversary of the Single Fin Theory. 20 years. Which is held every year by Young Up Board Riders. And um, I went down there on the weekend and had a bit of a look around, a bit of a chat with a few crew. And uh, we'll, we'll certainly play a few stings from that. But the, the, in the, the wash-up of the event was that the, the waves were pretty terrible early on. And um, they improved as the wind dropped because the wind was, mate, it was cyclonic down there early on Saturday, and it was just about blowing the waves away. It was <laughs> crazy. Um, as it as it smoothed out, the waves got just beautiful and buttery, and um, the, the guys that were sort of in the back end of the comp really enjoyed the waves and got some good scores on their single fins. You didn't get down there, did you? No, mate? I didn't. I ended up going surfing myself. Mm. Um, but that's always better. Bit of a star-studded uh, final lineup, mate. Talking about star-studded finals, we had Taj Burrow, Dino Adrian, Jay Davies, Ant Man, Paul Patterson, Warren Boys, Aaron Wazza from uh, Coastal Life Surf Shop, and Tommy Trigwell, Tommy T with the uh, the uh, well Taj Taj first, Dino second, Jay third. I'm not sure where the other three finished in the final, but huge effort to get to the final. It was absolutely stacked field did you see see who was in the in the comp a few i did see the draw um a, a lot of a lot of the local local surfers from uh, around the area Mate, it was like it was like a qs event it was it was remarkable so i mean obviously tash and jay have done well in cts before we had ant-man uh former winner at hawaii uh jay Pato, pipeline master um we had nathan noodles webster he was a guest from over east making an appearance in the single fin competition, single fin theory. And we also had people like Damon Eastow and, um, yeah, whole, whole, whole stack crew, and they were all surfing really well, despite the conditions early on. And, um, yeah, so congrats to everyone that made it through even one or two heats, and especially congratulations to the six that made the final. And um, let's hear a little bit about what happened on the day. Okay, we got five minutes remaining. Five minutes. Put up the yellow flag. Thank you, delivery boy. Here we go. A bit of a set coming. It's a bit of a south one, but uh, someone's on the shoulder down there in, in green, and someone's going left, but they're going nowhere. Oh, green getting busy. Oh, that's the legal eagle. Kylie's filing some paperwork on that little number, and he shuts the file cabinet door heavily. A little style at the end there. Yeah, nice work. Kylie's uh, he's another man who res loves to restore a singly. He's put up a prize this year. He's um, restored a 6.8 Nirvana. This thing looks unreal. He's redone it. And then just, after putting all that work in, giving it a chap, he said, give it away as a prize. Nice. That's yeah. unreal. What a legend. All right, so we're down here at the single fin comp. We've got the uh, founder of the whole shipang, Aaron Carr. How are you, mate? Good memory. Good to be here. Thank you for coming, mate. That's my pleasure. We've uh, been talking about coming down to the single fin and covering it this year for the podcast. I've got this weird delay coming in my ear, but that's all right. I might just do like that. Um, so, mate, 20th year. Yeah, huge, hey. Who, who would have thought? Doing 20 years of anything is pretty impressive. Being married, having oh. kids, being in the same job, all that sort of thing, 20 years is, is pretty good. Tell me about how you started the comp, mate. I have no idea, mate. Just, it was actually 97, apparently. Um, we just thought, I just thought, let's just do a different comp. We were doing, you know, Yell's Board Riders, and I think just put a bit of fun into surfing. Was it part of the... Uh, board riders at that point yeah yeah it's always been part of the board riders just been a standalone kind of event but um and we just made it a bit of a fun event he was yelling up board as in b-o-r-e-d board out of our minds because we're always a bit serious um yeah, yeah so we just had it with them under their umbrella because they we're surfing wa can basically uh 
uh, insure us, which is these days we've got to be covered, mate. So you're talking PI insurance and that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 like um, you know, public liability and all that kind of shit. I can speak a hands on some kid when I'm in the shit. And also, Board Riders um, has all the equipment, all the you know, the PAs now, all that kind of stuff, and all the money raised goes to the Board Riders to sponsor kids to go over east for the state titles or Aussie titles. Or... At the end of the day, that's what it's all about, the kids, yeah? Yeah, it's all about the kids, mate. It's all about, you know, this event's more for us old boys. We don't, get to, we, uh, don't really go to many events anymore. We've got to have some fun as an old So, um, you know, it's an invite only, which is a lot of people text me and say, hey, I'm getting into single fin, and pretty much you don't. You get invited. You don't get invited. Uh, as you were saying earlier on, that this is as Kennedy was saying that if you do want to get an invite, you need to come here for five years in a row and be the last man standing at the party. Is that, is that how it sort of works? Pretty much, pretty much. And that's normally, that's how Adzi got in. And he's still in there, still charging. Um, yeah, but come down, have, have, you know, put up, do some judging, show your face. We, we don't just have, you know, it's not just, a, a, you know, it's not just a boys club. It's, um, you know, it's some, there's some guys this year, Carl Levy's first year, uh, quite a few of the guys Carlos. first year. Carlos is in. He's going through to the, because you could get through to the quarters, I don't know. I've been paying much attention. Oh, he rips. He would have got through. So, you know, it's not just a, you know, a boys club. It's all about having fun with your mates and having a few beers and having a laugh at the end of the day. Good stuff. Um, so is Carl the only person in their first year? Oh, oh Sam, well, Sammy Castle here, the Mexican. It's his first year. I don't know how he got in, but he got in. How did you get in, Castle? Well, it's 20th anniversary, but I'll get an invite. Unbelievable. Because he's a Lord Wear team. Oh, that's right, Lord Wear team rider. Oh, he's the marketing manager. Is Lord Wear still going, oh, mate? The peanut gallery in the corner. He was sponsored from Lord Wear. Lord Wear. Oh, the, uh, the old uh, Lord Wear uh, clothing brand. Is that still going, mate? Uh, no, but I, I, we can, we can, maybe this might help it to uh, get going again. Get, uh, get, get amongst the Lordware kids. We're gonna, <laughs> relaunching. We're going to get the brand back up and running. Um, so, tell me about the surf today. It's a little bit windy, but there's a few sets coming through. It's a bit windy, but we're, I mean, we were thinking about going to Bears, but at the end of the day, you know, the yells and the feasts, the families are here, everyone's having fun. It's about. It's a lot more family friendly now. Yeah, we're under the, we're under the trees here, under the Malalukas, the boys are drinking beers. Kids are playing on the boards and having a laugh here. We're going to paddle in, in the lagoon. If we went to bears, it wouldn't be as much fun. But it's, at the end of the day, it's all about waves. But also, there's um, <laughs> there is waves. It's you know two to four, maybe uh, one to seven. Not howling northeast, but it's in a bad Howling northeast, we're having a bit of trouble with the winds, but um, that's all right. So it's been a great day so far. Have you had a surf in a heat yet? Mate? I think it was underscored personally. Um, so you're telling me it didn't go so well? Not at best. I think it's either um, equipment flight failure or just uh, lack of fitness. So six man heats. Where would you come in the heat? Oh, if I came above fifth, I'd be stoked. Are you, are you saying it got six? I hadn't even looked, but I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, congratulations on 20 years. I know that local crew love this competition. It's a great day out for the kids as well. Um, looking forward to 20 years more, mate. Well done. Awesome. Thanks for coming down, mate. Good stuff. So that is Aaron Carr. He's the founder of the Single Finger Competition. We're actually going to get him on the podcast uh, to do a bit of an interview. He doesn't know that yet, but we are in the next few weeks, and uh, look forward to that. Yeah. The wind is dropping here at the Single Fin Comp and we've got Ads Kennedy just sat down for a chat with us. How are you Ads? Um, absolutely fantastic. One of my favourite days of the year. It's an absolute belter. I was just saying to Safa before that the wind is starting to drop off so it's just starting to look absolutely beautiful out there. Yes, that swell that we've been waiting on all morning is finally coming. Um, got to give props to Ant-Man for holding the fort and saying, no, we're running it yelling up despite there being no waves this morning and a lot of wind. But, uh, mate, never doubt the Ant-Man because, let's face it, he's Ant-Man. He's Ant-Man and he'll always be Ant-Man. Yeah. The thing is, if you took it up the coast to that spot we won't know, um, it would have been windy as crap up there as well. would have been windy and we would have definitely have perished in the heat in the sand dunes. Undeniable, you would have been two cans deep in those sand dunes and it would have been game over. It would have been gnarly. It's just getting pretty warm now. Talking about two cans deep, there's a couple of people opening up the uh, red cans and it looks very, very delicious and refreshing. So, Ads, tell me about your heat. You've, uh, you've surfed today already, haven't you? 
I did. I managed to scratch through my heat, which is rare. Uh, I'm more of uh, the vibe of the single fin than the performance side of things. But uh, I look, it was very windy, and I believe I chose the right board today. A really big board, this big teardrop 7.6, and the teardrop shape allowed me to paddle into those small, uh, windy waves and, and just get a couple of waves and scratch my way through. But um, Cut through the chop? cut through the chop and then more importantly just get down the bloody face of the things but mate the wind's dropping and as you look down there to the south the swell is definitely building oh, it's there's pulsing, a, isn't it? that's look a good it. solid four foot set coming through over there now so you know maybe i might need to reevaluate my equipment situation ironically you might drop a bit of size as the waves get bigger yeah size goes up board size goes down until it goes really up and then the spot size goes up again yeah that's a bomb set so mate how many years have you been involved with the single fin i know it's the 20th year this year jeez look mate i think i might have been around for the first one but i think i may have been hanging out in the gyms by myself smoking some things and filming because i it's funny, it's not weed because let's face it, cigarettes are bad for you and weed's not as bad. So uh, That's you know. right, that's the official word. Yeah, that is official. Uh, you know, I used to make surf movies and uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was sort of, you know, I was a young dude and didn't know many people back then. It was about 20 years ago and I was up in the jeans filming uh, one of the comps. So that was being the first ones, but I think I started taking part in about, as a surfer, in about the fifth one, maybe. Yeah, okay. So you waited your five years, you went to every event, you uh, yeah. you uh, went to the after party, you last right. one standing there five yeah, years in a row. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that's changed, has it? Uh, look, no, I'm definitely a contender when it comes to the party. Uh, I like to believe that it's, it's half surfing, half party, and uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to throw down at the after party. 60-40, really. <laughs> um, so where are you heading off to after the comp today? I think we've got the Prezos down the Dunsborough pub. We've got a little back room separated. We need to be separated from mainstream society due to our rowdiness and the loudness of Spiff's rock and roll. Counterculture of surfing right here. Exactly. So, uh, and Spiff has a tendency to play extremely loud. Good quality rock and roll. So, rock and roll, that's what it's yeah, all about. Mate. So, uh, yeah, we need to go at the back. And that's fine by us because uh, we get all all we need in the in the group that is the single fin. We don't need anyone else. Fantastic. So, mate, thanks for having a chat. Enjoy your day. And uh, good luck in your next heat. It'll be good to, good to see you take it home, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, look, uh, I'm under no illusion that I'm going to win, but uh, everyone's a winner today because, mate, the lawn out yelling up on a sunny Saturday for single fin. Life doesn't get any better for a West Ob surfer. Lap it up, brother. We will lap it up. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Once again, we're at the single fin competition down here. Single fin theory number 20. And we've got Tony Safavanis. How are you, mate? Good, good. Good, good. So, have you, have you had a heat yet, mate? Just had the first round, yep. Uh, how'd you go on your heat? Fortunately, I got a fourth round. Yeah, they actually have six people in the first round heats with three advancing. So, um, got one good one, but couldn't back it up. Well, we've got to make mention that the conditions are very, very tough down here today. Uh, the wind's just backing off now, but it's been absolutely howling. So did you manage to get a few waves, or was it just a get out there and survive? Basically get out there and survive. I reckon it was 20 knot winds, and blowing like you couldn't go left, it was just straight up in the face. But um, yeah, got one nice one, but um, yeah, it was six people in the water, it just didn't seem like enough waves for everyone. Mate, makes it tough, doesn't it? And Saf, how many years have you been uh, been an entrant at the single fin? Mate, I was trying to work it out the other day, but I reckon 2007 or 2008 was my first one. Maybe 10 years, 11 years? 10, 11 years. Oh, you're a veteran of the scene. <laughs> have you made a few heats in that time? Um, mate, I very famously um, didn't make one heat for probably eight years. And then um, Ant Kennedy actually had a look at the board I was riding, which we called the boob tail. It was boob tail. Mate, it was half a swallow, half a round tail <laughs> type of country. Especially the, it looked like a pair of boobs. So, are we, are we talking a Durban board from Durban, or was it from here? No, it was a Jacko that I got at a garage ah. sale up in Scarborough, and um, but it was a bit warped. 
So Ed Kennedy actually had a look at it and said, mate, like, what are you doing? That's why you haven't made any heaps, mate. Look at that piece <laughs> of crap that you're riding. But then uh, I actually did make a heap and it was such an event occasion that uh, I was chaired up the beach. I think the only person to ever get chaired up a beach and winning a round one heat. <laughs> Quite a classic. So you didn't win the event but you won a heat and you got chaired up the beach. That's what single fin's all about. Exactly, exactly. Did you want to say hello on the microphone, Jay? Yeah, you want to say hello. <laughs> no, he's not keen. Yeah, he's well, not thanks for the chat, Saf, and uh, enjoy the rest of the day. I know that your uh, your G's in the water are over, but I'm sure you'll, you'll be enjoying the afternoon with all the friends and family around. Definitely, thanks, bro. Well, there you go. That's the uh, single fin theory twenty. Uh, great day down there, and uh, always well put on by yelling up board riders Aaron Carr, Chris Chapman, and as Kennedy, I think are all all sort of involved with the organising of it. Um, special shout out for Ads Kennedy and also our man Toddy Taylor for the, the fantastic job they always do in the commentary. Pretty mean duo, those two. No, they just have everyone in stitches the whole day. It's, um, it's good to see. All right, so now we can do our beer review. We've kind of really done it, haven't we? But um, We have, mate. That's okay. We're on the, on the Kami Farm by Beer Farm. We're about to try the uh, Indian Pale Lager, I think it is, which will be absolutely delicious. And it's Robo Watch. Mate, what's what's happening with Jack Robinson at the moment? Jack Robo, well. He's sitting at 20 on the QS rankings. Um, he did well at the QS 3000 Vans Pro. He finaled there. He picked up a third. He was actually surfing thing. insane yep. throughout that event. Mate, the early rounds, he was getting 18, 19 point heat titles. You know, he got a pretty big... He got a, he got the highest uh, wave score of that final, but just couldn't quite back it up with the second. So it was, it was a pretty closely... Um, contested final. So Jack Robbo, like I said, has pushed him up to 20th on the rankings. How far away is he from qualification? Well, I mean, he's still... Geez, he needs a good... I mean, from 20 to to 10, we're talking about 3,500 points. So, so he's got a... He, I mean, he's got a good chance. He's, semi-finals in Haleiwa. If, if he can quarter semi in the next two events... You know the the the, the two ten thousands. Um, you know he's he, he's up for a good good chance, mate. Good shot. You kind of don't really know um, how you're going to go in the in the QSs at the end of the year because there's so many CT surfers and you know there's a fair bit of luck involved there. It is, mate. It is. Good on you, Robo. We hope you can get the job done and qualify for the CT in 2020. Definitely. And our other friend that we, well, friend of the show that we. Keep an eye on is Bronte McCauley, and this is Bronte's beat. Bronte is currently first on the QS and she is within striking distance of requalification on the CT. I'm pretty sure that they're all the um, career in Hawaii now. Is that right, mate? Or is I think so, mate. I don't think, yeah. I mean, the girls had a couple of smaller events. There actually is a QS 6000 in Port Stephens Toyota Pro yep. starting, what's that, the 15th? I think that's middle of the month, so I'm wrong there. There's, they were all going to be over there probably rather than Hawaii. Um, there's obviously a few few of the crew that are chasing qualification through the QS that are on the CT. Nikki Van Dyke, who I think is the defending champion at the Port Stevens Pro. She's certainly looking for a big result there because she's um, she's outside of the zone on the QS and the CT, Ooh, I think. okay. Nikki, 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 go. 
she uh, she deserves to be on the tour. So good luck, Nikki. And um, do you know who else is outside of qualification zone, mates? Is uh, your favourite? Oh, are you joking? No, Coco, Coco Ho. Ho. She should Coco. Come on, Coco, you can get there. We've uh, we've got every every bit of faith in you in the world. Hopefully, she can have a big result in the last. Yeah, she'll of the year. she'll be right. She'll get there. Good on you, Coco. Um, so Bronte doesn't even really need to qualify through the uh, Port Stevens Pro, but she might be over there. I don't know. We should probably know that. Having a bit of a yeah, have a look at the heat draw, mate. Can't see her name. So yeah. she probably just wants to go to Hawaii and practice her uh, her surfing and get some more experience under her belt. She may well just be uh, concentrating on the on the CT, which is yeah. where she needs to be, where she deserves 100%. to be. Hundred percent. Mate, what about our, our friend Kelly Slater? What's what's he up to? The goat. Well, the goat had, oh, I would say, a pretty disappointing um, result in Portugal. I mean, I watched his heat. The waves are just shocking. Terrible. Oh, just shocking. So, I mean, obviously the goat can't win the world title. The goat hasn't made any announcements about his future for 2020. Goat's won Pipe Masters what six times? So. He's one of the few times, six, six, seven times, something like that. I mean, if you if you look at the the world title showdown this year, you know that you know Kelly loves to sort of um, dictate who who wins and who loses. So you know that if if, if he's if he's drawn up against whether it's Italo, Philippe, Gabby, he's he's going to want to win, right? He's going to want to win, no yeah. doubt. Did you manage to catch the um, was it Soundwaves with him at the at the pool? Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, he's a he seems quite a highly you know, there's a lot obviously there's a lot going on in his head. He you wonder did. if he was like that the whole way through his career. I was sort of thinking, has he always been this sort of highly strung? Because he just seemed pretty anxious and um Yeah, very anxious. Yeah. You know, had that, that bloke with him that was sort of giving him a bit of positive affirmation and stuff and yeah, it was it was pretty pretty revealing, I thought. It's um yeah. Pretty, pretty good. good yeah, to his mind uh, doesn't seem to switch off. I think he struggles to switch off. Um. Mate, I, I just think, for me, if I'd, if I'd done everything that there is to be done in surfing, I was nearly nearly 50 years old and I was struggling that much with the competition. I'd just be, mate, I'm just going to cruise, go on, go on surf comps and uh, surf comps, surf trips and just have a great time, come back to the pool every once in a while and have a... Have a bit of fun there and just, yeah, relax and enjoy the fact that I've won 11 world titles. Exactly. exactly. Getting up towards 50. It was pretty interesting how, I um, can't think of that guy's name that was sort of helping him out. He said, how many how many world titles would you give to be happy? <laughs> and he's, he didn't want to give one up. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, you, you ain't taking any of my titles. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with the tw- with the 11 titles, so that's that's all good. I oh, will see. I mean, I, 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 I think he'll get, he'll get back on next year. Um, I think he'll go around again. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think he'll go one more. Mm. This will be his victory lap. His, his, yeah, his final well, farewell. Maybe. I, I, I think it's either this year or next year. He, he can't keep. Well, he's, he's not he's, flogging a dead horse. He's still tenth in the world. He's in the top ten, exactly. Yeah, he's in the top ten. And for, what is he? Forty-seven. I think so, he's forty-eight. No, I, could, he, I could be wrong. No, he's forty-seven. Forty-seven, Kelly, because he's a couple of months. Uh, yeah. Younger than me. So, yeah, Kelly's 47 and in the top 10. Not bad going, Goat. We love you. Good on you, Goat. Hopefully you'll be uh, you'll give it another nudge next year. Got a, you've got an open invitation to come on the show whenever you like, Kelly. So. Yeah, we might catch him when he comes to my river. <laughs> Keep that in mind, Goat. Um, now, obviously, the world title uh, showdown is coming up and we've got the Pipe Masters. How do you see the Pipe Masters travelling, T-Bone? Well, I mean, the... Uh, I haven't. I mean, obviously, we're we're a bit too far far away to to get a forecast, but it's interesting, you know. Like I've been I've been looking at a few different scenarios, and you sort of have to. Um, I don't know how they they work out these scenarios. There's so many, but I, I found a bit of a simple um, what if scenario that you can sort of understand. It gives you a bit of an idea on on, on where we're at. So. So at pipe, mate, if Italo ties or places higher than the other four surfers and those other four surfers, if you didn't know already, are um, Kaloe and Dino. He's in fifth. Yep. Geordie Smith. In third. Philippe Toledo. In fourth. And Gabby Medina. So it's... it's in second. So what's the difference in points there? So, so it's pretty pretty tight. So Realistically, Kaloe is probably out because there's no way that he's going to finish 7,000 points ahead of... 
at the very least, Gabby Medina. Yeah, mate. Kalawe needs a miracle uh, to happen for him to win the title. So go probably don't want to win without winning an event either. I wouldn't have thought. No, no, I don't think so either. He's pretty mean at pipe though. But get, going back to Italo, mate. So if Italo tires a place as higher than the four other surfers, he'll obviously win the world title because he's just holding a slender lead, lead above Gabby. Yep. If Medina beats Italo by at least one spot while not losing to the other three, then Gabby will win his is that his third world title. Yeah, he's won, he won. Um, then John John won two, and then mm. he won last so year. This would be pretty big. Big, big, big uh, one for Gabby, you know. It puts him into Andy Irons territory yep, in terms uh, of winning world cha- world championships. Mick, Mick Fanning's won three, hasn't he? He has, yep. Mick Fanning and Andy Irons. Um, so, yeah, if Philippe wins the Pipe Masters, he'll win the title. If Geordie wins the Pipe Masters, and that's who I'm backing in, I'd love to see Geordie win the Pipe and take out the title this year. How good would that be? He's pretty good at Pipe. He's, he's got a good backhand um, tube riding... Um, skills and he's certainly improved and he's he? pretty yeah he, i think he has over the last couple of years i don't know if he's been spending more time in hawaii but he's looking more comfortable so i'm i'm backing him this year to take it out i would love to see him win a world title yeah okay i i, I actually would as well because um out of the the five that have a chance only really only there's really realistically three brazilians and and geordie and i'd like to see geordie take it out as well i think it'd be good for South African surfing, and they, they obviously just won the World Cup. So well done to the Springboks for doing that. Win the rugby a couple of weeks ago. That was that was amazing. And um, that was amazing. Yeah, it was sucked in England. Um, bad luck there. Um, you know, Australia didn't make anywhere near the final, so it wasn't really too bothered. But I did like to see England lose. Um, so any other sort of roughies for the for the pipe? Obviously, the the contenders are going to probably do quite well. I think. I mean, I think Owen right. I would not be surprised whatsoever to see Owen Wright win. And John John's is John John going to be in the Pot Masters? I'm, I'm hearing that he's. he's I think he's doing the whole Triple Crown. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, so he could play spoiler. Obviously, we don't know the heat draw and that sort of thing, but he could play huge spoiler, especially if it's going to be eight to ten foot. No, could it, yeah, he could, he could win the thing. Jeremy Flores. I mean, he's had a. I mean, he, he obviously had a had a good result in France. Yeah, he got knocked out pretty early in in. Um, in Portugal, so he's he's another roughie. I'm sort of putting on John, John, Jeremy, and and Owen. Have a look at that eight to eleven on the on the CT rankings. John, John at eight hasn't won pipe, but he will at some point. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Flores, two time pipe winner at mm-hmm. nine. Kelly Slater's won about seventeen titles at pipe, and Julian Wilson, obviously a, a former pipe master himself. I know, mate. It's ooh. so they they all four of those guys and Owen and Kanoa could all. Kanoa's made a second. He's had a final before at Pipe. So, mate, it's it's the pressure's going to be on for those those top four. There's some spoilers there, mate. There's some spoilers. All right, I'm going to put a prediction out there now. It's going to be Philippe Toledo is going to lose in the round of 16. Jordi is going to make the quarters. Gabriel Medina is going to make the semis or better. And Islay will make the semis and Gabriel Medina world champion. Okay, mate. I'm putting it out there. It's on record right now. What what's your thoughts? I'm hoping Geordie's gonna uh, gonna win the world title. Um, I'd like to see Kelly. Oh, that's what that's. I'd like to see Geordie yeah. win, but I don't think he will. I'd like to see Kelly knock out Gabby. I'd like to see John John knock out Italo. How good is that? And I'd like to see uh, who else is left. Owen knock out Philippe. Yeah, well there you go. I'm How not good? against any Brazilians winning the world title. Don't get me wrong, Brazilian fans out there, you guys rip. But I think uh, it, I think it's the year for South Africa. Come on, South Africa. Well, I'd like to say Gabby not win. Um, Nothing against him personally. I think it's good to have him on tour. I think he's passionate and um, he wants to win, which is not a bad thing. It's what what they're there for after all. I think he perhaps handled that um, interference gate uh, situation in Portugal in in the wrong way, but I still like having him on tour. You've got to have your villains, don't you? You do, mate. Yeah, you love it. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, You know, it's... It's like soap operas in the 80s and stuff. You always got to have your villains, otherwise it's no fun. Um, so just looking at that, looking at the CT, who, who's in that sort of zone for missing out on qualifying or, or actually re-qualifying? Well, you, you look at the 2020 CT re-qualification. So you've got, yeah, 23, you've got William Cardoso, Michael Rodriguez and Yago Dora. 
Yago Dora can probably get a good result at pipe. Um, yeah, I think so. Joan Daru, I think he requalified at pipe last year. So he did. He's just on the skin, on the you know the skin of his teeth every time at this point of the year. Um, it seems like, but geez, he's a good tube rider. Mate, where's Zeke Lau? Oh, I find I don't he's, he's going to qualify. I think he needs a. He big needs result. a pretty big result. Obviously, um, Jack Freestone is sort of uh, jumped up to where is he? Eighteen with. Um, a third and a fifth in the yeah, last he's had a two events. Quarter in the last two events. So he's he's done well. Yeah. So that's really good. Yeah. I mean. So in that sort of twenty to twenty, so we've got Connor Coffin as well, Griffin Colapinto, David Silver, and Pearson Crisanto. I, yeah, I, I I do tend to think that although Pearson Crisanto did that pretty epic air in Portugal, I think I'd I'd rather see just looking at those ratings, I'd rather see Jean Deru and Sebastian Zit Sebas take those two. I would spots. too, mate. Who's actually a bit further down? So Zeke Lau, who's below Zeke? Je- Jesse Mendez, Leonardo Fioravanti, the Italian. Yeah, he might get the injury wild card, but um, unfortunately, it looks like Solly Bailey is going to miss out on qualifying, which is unfortunate because yeah. I've seen some footage of him, of him lately. It's almost as if the the pressure's off now. He knows he's not going to qualify, so he's opening opening up his shoulders and really ripping into the waves. He's just absolutely tearing it up. Well, he's won the Vulcan Pro. I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's got some history at Pipe. So, is it possible if he wins? Can he jump? Oh, he can still, mate. He can still qualify if, if he won, if yeah. He, if he takes the event out? Yep. I mean, it's highly unlikely, but you never know. He's dropping a 33rd from his score as well, so he's not going to lose too much um, points-wise from his adjusted ratings. Uh, Ricardo Christie is gone, unfortunately. Um it's it's going to be an interesting one with the injury wild cards or the whatever they call mm. it for 2020 because Mikey Wright could be one, um, Adriano could be another. Leonardo Fioravanti obviously got injured uh, in the competition, which is always um, well. I think they might have all got injured in, in competition, but obviously Leo had that wipeout at um, the box, was it? The box, or Muddy yeah. River. Yep, down there, and yeah, did his shoulder, I think, and. Came back with a third in France, which was pretty impressive. Good on you, Leonardo Fioranti. So there's three people that are possibly looking for that wild card. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know if Mikey Wright's um, going to be good, though. He, I saw an interview with him. He, he's um, suffering sort of similar similar symptoms to what his brother had a couple of years back. No good. Lots of headaches and concussion um, okay. symptoms and stuff like that from when he... That was I'm pretty sure that was a pipe two years ago. So he, he sort of um, fought through the pain in 2018 and then sort of pulled the pin this year after maybe Bells and just went, no, nah, can't do it. Jesus. So I'm going to pull out. I think he's got, yeah, some spine problems and all sorts of things, poor bloke. Um, so unfortunately, Solly's not going to make it. Um, and Sebastian Zietz, come on, let's get up there, mate. We love seeing you on the, on the tour. And um, yeah, so we know what's happening in the CT. What about the QS, mate? Is there much happening there? Of course there is. Well, we had the QS 3000 in Hawaii. I think that was the last... Sunset. Epic. Yeah, that, that was a 3000 event um, where a South African actually won that. Um, can't remember his name. No, um, Davey. Davey. Davey, yeah. Davey, Davey Van, Van Zyl. Van Zyl, that's yep. the one. Huge result. Yeah. Oh, it's good for the for the, uh, for the young South African. He can um, look back at his career and go, I'm a, I'm a winner in Hawaii, which is always a great thing to have on your, on your resume. Yeah, mate. Yeah, so mate, we had a couple of just on the QS. We had a couple of one um, thousands um, back in October. We had the Manager Pro and the Cape Naturalist Pro. Indeed, we did. So the Cape Naturalist Pro, I don't know the fellows, but the, in the final you had Mikey McDonough and Mikey Cooper, McDonough and Cooper Davies. I believe uh, they had some pretty good waves. Mate, the waves were pretty good at a unnamed location down the coast. It was certainly named all over social media, but we, we won't do that. Um, it was, yeah, the waves were firing. It was offshore and about sort of four to five foot. And then we had the QS 1000 at Mandra. Uh, Cyrus Cox and Callum Robson final with Cyrus. Cyrus Cox taking it out. So congratulations Indeed, to, well done to the young fella. To him. And um, in, uh, I should make mention of... Um, in the QS down in the southwest, the Naturalist Pro, it was taken out by the Italian out of yelling up. Um, geez, I've just had a mental blank. What's her name? Claire Bevelacqua oh, yeah. took out the took the chocolates home there, and she took a win over Felicity Palmatier. So awesome! Yep, um, great result from those two girls. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, Felicity uh, 
not Felicity. Um, Claire Bavalacqua is planning on surfing for Italy in the Olympics next year. Is she? I believe so. She's certainly got an Olympic uh, Italian flag on her board that I saw. I was actually down there at the comp um, on the final day and she certainly had an Italian flag there. So I think that's the plan. So do you, do you have to forego your Australian citizenship? Well, you can be Not dual citizenship. citizenship these days. Or? Oh, I think I think if you if you were born or have parents that were born in Italy or maybe something along those lines or another country, you can certainly you know look at the old mate in the English cricket team. I don't think he's ever been to England before the Ashes, but he Joffre Archer. <laughs> <laughs> he's never set foot in England in his life, and he he was uh, throwing those steamers down at the, at the Australians during the Ashes. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the you know you have to do in terms of eligibility, but I think that's the plan for her. Good luck to Claire Bavalacqua. It'll be good to see her in the Olympics. Yeah, so um, Vans Triple Crown, mate, kicks off. does indeed. It's, it's, it's on tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, it starts tomorrow, the Hawaiian Pro. How are you going with your beer there, mate, just quickly? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. Yep, I'm going to get stuck into it shortly. <laughs> I'm just going to open this other one, the uh, Beer Farm IPL, and have a taste of that, but go on. So, so the, tri- the Triple Crown's on tomorrow. Yeah, mate, so it's in its 35th year. 35 years of the yeah, Triple Crown. 35 years. In 1983, um, they had the first Triple Crown of surfing. Who won the first one? Oh, now you got me on the spot, mate. I can tell you who's won the Triple Crown the most times. Sonny Garcia. Sonny Garcia. What do we got? 91, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 Triple Crown titles. So a lot of people sort of say that the trip, like winning a Triple Crown title is is just more important than the, than winning a world title. So it's... Um, no. It's pretty prestigious winning it's the Triple Crown. It's incredibly prestigious. So I shouldn't just say no, but yeah, I would say it's second to winning a world title. Um, it, it tops off the year nicely if you, if you win the world title and the Triple Crown. Yeah. Do you, do you remember who won last year? Yeah, Jesse Mendes. Jesse from, Mendes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, 2017, Griffin Colapinto. Then the last Australian to win the Triple Crown was uh, Julian Wilson back in 2014. There you go. I've got a um, pretty random question here. Who was, do you remember, um, who won the Triple Crown in, it might have been 90 or 91, and his first name was Michael Australian? I know the answer to this one. Do you, mate? Yeah. Who is it? Mike Romelsi. Michael Romelsi. Absolute ripping goofy footer. Sydney somewhere? Might be, yeah. Yeah. So he took out, he took the chocolates home. I think he just came from nowhere that year, didn't he? Came from nowhere, yeah. Took I think I don't know if he won an event, but he certainly um, had the most consistent results and took home the Triple Crown that year. Good on you. So, mate, the surf forecast, I had a quick little look earlier on. Um, they're predicting sort of uh, smallish type surf for the first couple of days of the event window. And hopefully they're going to get a sizable northwest pulse for Friday and possibly with some good, good wind conditions to back it up. There seems to be plenty of swell stacking up on the horizon. Great. With possible solid surf around the 17th and 18th. So okay, so what day are we now? The 12th? Yeah, so we kick off uh, Hawaiian Pro Haleiwa. kicks off the 13th, so that is tomorrow, Namu. Tomorrow, yep. So I think Hawaii is maybe 18 hours behind us. So it starts at about 12 or something at night. Yeah. Um, tomorrow night. So over the next couple of days, we'll, we'll see a gradual increase in the swell. Looking forward to it. No, me too, mate. Me too. It's, go- it's going to be a pretty exciting time. A lot of people need to re-qualify. Uh, um, obviously, it's a prestigious um, crown to win. Hopefully, we get the rights and not those little lefts, which is um, not what you want from Haleiwa. But do you remember who won it last year? Uh, Joel Parkson, didn't Joel Parko. Parko, yeah, his and his, final, um, his final year on the tour. song, yeah. Good on you, Parko. Just on um, on tour events, mate, the Big Wave Tour. Obviously, there's been a lot of changes to the Big Wave Tour. So you've got the Nazare Challenge and the Jaws Challenge PR here. That window opens, obviously, November the 1st to March 31st, 2020. So we could... So it's more a Big Wave... Um, not really a tour, is it? It's just one event and then like an invitational sort of challenge thing. Not really, yeah. Mate, I read something uh, earlier on that uh, the World Surf League has announced a new sponsor of the 2019-2020 Jaws Big Wave Championships. Oh, yeah, who's that? It's um, Cannabis Oil. It's basically hemp. Yeah, it's basically weed. Yeah, okay. So the, what, um, med- med- medical marijuana? Yeah, medical marijuana. It's, um, it's just legalised in Australia. For yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
2018, the World Anti-Doping Agency removed it from the list of prohibited substances. So the WSL trying to push the boundaries of progression and break new ground, mate. So um, There you go. So Kelly's got cannabis oil and alcohol as sponsors for next year. That's interesting. Yeah. Apparently it's, uh, right, it, it's a good, good remedy for... Um, you know, for 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 soreness and and apparently it's uh, it's got a lot of other um, all sorts of benefits. Yeah, lots of other benefits, mate. So it's a pretty historical uh, milestone. It's probably the first time a hemp enters the professional surfing circuit as as a as a sponsor, mate. Jack so. and Ross Clark Jones was behind getting, <laughs> getting that sponsor. He probably bathes <laughs> in the stuff. He's probably got more ailments than any surfer on the planet uh ross clark jones legend he was yeah. on survivor this year that was pretty funny but yeah no, but that's good anyway i mean it's yeah it's interesting it's interesting the the direction surfing is taking and obviously they need to get revenue to run these run these events so yeah next year is going to be interesting because I, I could say there's yeah for the tour it's going to be an interesting year obviously having g land is a great thing um but yeah you just got to wonder where it's going to go after that because there's yeah, it seems to be right on the precipice right at the moment where um, there's a lot of people not overly happy with the direction that professional surfing and the surfing industry in general is taking. Um, obviously, there are people that are on board with it as well. So we'll see how it goes in next year, 2020. Mate, I think throwing G-Land on the schedule is a good start, mate. That's got to be. It's yeah. got to be. Just bring back Cloud Break and, and Sunset. Uh, on the tour and you i think you probably got to I, I i think if you've got sunset and cloud break there it sort of evens up with the wave pool um it's just another another version of surfing that you've got to be um good at to take the crown but anyway we can talk about that another time how is your um fantasy going at the moment mate i had a pretty good event mate did you Yep, I actually um, came first. I came first out of three, so I'm killing it. So the four- exclusive Coastal Life Surf Shop <laughs> League with three of you in it. Four hundred and thirty-four points total. Four thirty-four. I had an event rank of two thousand one hundred and forty. Of what? Sorry, two thousand one hundred and forty was my event rank. Mates. So what was your score again? Four thirty-four twenty-three. So you took me out. I got four twenty-six. In that one, yeah, it was probably my best, <laughs> probably my best score throughout the year. So obviously, uh, Italo um, provided a lot of points for myself. Jack Freestone, uh, Gabby Medina. Did you have Jack Freestone? In? Yeah, I did, mate. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Kelly yeah. got a few. Um, Solly even got yeah got a few as well. So That's Solly in there? Yeah, Solly. I think Solly made a couple of rounds, which was yep. good. Yeah, I uh, I also had um um uh, not Zeke. I had Seabass in my team. I keep picking him for some reason. He just keeps crabbing on me. Um, so I probably don't w- won't want to do it in the pipe. Well, I threw an Ace Bucken because you were, you were uh, talking him up last time. And <laughs> Ace Bucken actually did pretty damn shit. Did he? Yeah. Sorry about that. I think I might have said something about momentum being being a good thing. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, that's why I picked Jack Freestone because he got a third in the event previous to that. So what's your overall rank there, T-Bone? Overall rank, mate. I'm... Oh. Let's have a look, mate. I think I'm overall rank. Where is that, match? Where is that? Oh, 45,000 or something or other. I'm, 45,000. There you go. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing up the rear, that's for sure. Bringing up the rear. Well, I'm, I'm in striking distance of a win. Um, so where, where are you sitting? Overall rank of eighth. Eighth in the comp, which is pretty good. Um, I'm actually, I've got the lead in the Dragon uh, Lipped podcast, Fantasy yeah. League as well, so... Let's have a look at that. I think I'm 40 points in the lead or something, which is pretty crazy. Is that how many teams are in? 12.55 That's in huge. there. And I've got the, the number one spot right now. Um, third in the Snake Tails League. That's... Out of 3.980 and first in the Stab Comp as well. Mate, you're on fire. Mate, it's pure, pure absolute luck. I don't know how I've done it, but managed to get up the leaderboard and in a position at the moment to take out the, uh, the board from... Um, from the Lipped Podcast Fantasy League, which would be pretty cool. Um, now, I should mention that the Lipped Podcast is providing a board from Corey Surfboard. So good on you, Corey. Whoever wins it will be enjoying a board from those guys. So good on you. Um, thanks for supporting Lipped Podcast because it's an absolute crack of a podcast. Um, mm. Yeah, so eighth place. I'm, I reckon I can just about win it. I don't know if there's a price for winning, but we'll see I how mean, we go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, have a look at the... Uh the last last event of the year. I mean, there's going to be some uh, pretty predictable picks there, but uh, 
you've got to think that your Gabby's going to be up there. Um, who who would be in your tier A? Do you reckon Gabby and, and um, not Felipe and Islo? Ooh, so what have we got? Four in the tier eight, haven't we? Yep. Oh, sorry. There's oh, two, four, two. No, yeah, it's it, it's two in the tier A and yep. four in the tier B. Well, Gabby, yeah, Gabby's pretty strong, isn't he? You got to pick Gabby because if you if you don't, he'll win a thing, and then you'll. Lose I'd points. go Gabby and Jordy. Okay. And then I'd I'd throw in I'd throw in Kelly again and Julian. Yep. Yeah. Well, definitely Kelly, Kelly and Julian. Probably Jeremy Flores. And I think Jeremy's in that mix as well. Mm. And, and Owen Wright. And John John. Is John John going to be in there? Yeah. So how does that? He's still in the top ten with the, even with all these injuries. Mate, he's, he's eighth place. He's still still in the top ten. And when did he injure himself? Can't even remember. Rio. Rio. So what was that, the fourth or fifth event? So you'd throw him in there in tier B, you know, because you know he's going to do damage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he could still qualify for the Olympics for the CT as well. If yeah. he, if he, um, if he, I think Kelly needs to get 2,000 points. Yeah. More than him, which is at least one or two hates. I oh, know, I oh, know. So, yeah. But John John's in, in the actual event, so he's not, he's not injury. So... We'll say that's that's going to be amazing. Can't wait for that. Yeah, no, it's going to be a really exciting. Time. Oh, pipe, pipe comp's going to be incredible. I hope it's. I hope it's just macking. I hope it's eight to ten oh, foot. Second reef bombs. How good. Yeah. Now we are coming towards the end of the show, but one thing that we like to do is award the Curios Cup for the biggest tool bag in surfing. Got any nominations? I do. Mate? I do, mate. Oh, here we go. I do. What and, have you got? And we we've already briefly um, talked about it earlier on. Um, let's just say a Brazilian surfing star has um, called on WSL officials to re- reverse the decision, which may cost him a title. So I don't know if you I don't know if you've seen, mate, but uh, his fellow compatriot um, apparently got Neymar. Kao, you talking Neymar? Yeah, Kao Belly. Oh, Kao Belly. Yeah, oh, sorry, he's not the nomination, but. Obviously, Gabby Medina is my nomination. Um, yep. Obviously, had an interference blunder in his round 16 heat against K.O. Valley. K.O. Valley copped it. He copped, Didn't he? He copped, I reckon, thousands in the thousands of messengers <laughs> of people talking <laughs> He's shit about him. as well. Threats. <laughs> what are you doing? You name it. it he just copped it. And all he was, he was just playing by the rules. Yeah. You know, two surfers paddling for a wave. He had priority. And I, and I just think people just cut sick on him. Um, and Cut sick on him. I don't think uh, yep. Gabby Medina actually helped the cause. I mean, it's his fellow. I didn't help at all. It's his fellow countryman, for God's sake. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be sharing Christmas dinner this year. That's no. for sure. I mean, the greatest of all time has weighed in on that. And he's told Medina just accept that he was in the wrong. So, just accept it, mate. So he's my nomination, mate, um, Gabby Medina. Well, uh, while we're talking about that, I've got to give a big shout-out to Koa Belly because I reckon he, he held himself incredibly well during that whole thing. And he's um, just quietly requalified for the CT good on the on back him. of a, um injury wildcard for the whole year. Good on him. So good on you, Kai. I've never been a huge fan of him, but, uh, mate, I've got a whole lot of respect for him after that. I thought that was amazingly handled. So well done, Kai. Yeah, no, you handled it, handled it like a true professional, unlike... Um uh, Gabby, Gabby, the the my curious nomination. You got one, mate? Um, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a controversial one. I am my nomination is for the WCT for the 2020 schedule. Um, you're obviously not that not that um, upset about the schedule. I'm not really, but I just would have liked to see a bit more variation for next year. However, I think this uh, this episode we have to give the Curious Cup to Gabby Medina. Well done, Gabby. Well done, Gabby. We've, uh, we've, I think we've had a couple of Brazilians as the winner of the Curios Cup this year. We're in not our, picking on the Brazilians, in our first but year um, of Barrel Surf Podcast. Well, there's it, it stands to reason because there's more Brazilians on tour than anyone else. So just the the uh, weight of numbers, I think, is getting them across the line for the Curios Cup. I think so, mate. T Bone, any last comments before we head off? No, mate. I'm just looking forward to uh, December. Looking forward to watching the uh, the Vans Triple Crown play out, and obviously the Pipe Masters in December. Uh, looking forward to having five weeks off, and uh, looking forward to five weeks off. So uh, you're going on Thursday again, and um, looks like we might have a little splash tomorrow down the coast. Sounds good, mate. Let's get amongst it. Let's get amongst it. Thanks again to We Are Feel Good Inc. for providing some incredible sunscreen for us to keep our our bodies out of the sun. Well, not out of the sun, but protected from the sun. Also, thank you to Beer Farm for the generous sponsorship of the beers that we are enjoying right now. It's absolutely delicious. Mm. This beer, 
uh, uh, beer farm. So check it out when you get a chance. Um, follow us on Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook and leave us a review on what is it? Apple Podcasts, I think it's called nowadays, not iTunes. Um, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Cheers, T Bone. Woohoo.